Roll it. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm here with my husband, Shane. Baby Lou is in bed. Shane is currently bringing the cat to her room. And we are so glad that you could join us for happy hour for this Family Tree Podcast Mini, Episode 3. Did you do a good job of that? I, my second time I did. Welcome back. Okay. Here All we right. And what are we drinking here? We are drinking Coors Edge non-alcoholic beer. These have been... Just all non-alcoholic beers, but cheers, love. Cheers. I love that these are 45 calories. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is, and it just does taste like a good light beer. Like, it. Mm-hmm. it's really tasty. I love them. But these have been such a thing I've been looking forward to at the end of each day because our days are busy. They are. I, that's how I wanted to actually pose a rhetorical question to okay. the audience. Are you scheduling your days? Mm-hmm. I'm very curious if people are doing that. And the people who aren't, if it's causing them more emotional stress or anxiety or, or less. Yep. Because I find that with my structure, mm-hmm. I just feel better. Like it feels like I'm putting in a real day of work. Yep. When I'm done working for my job and I'm lucky enough to have kept my job through this. When I'm done the workday, it actually feels like I'm done the workday. And I have a set schedule. I have a little break period. And I I just would like to go over my schedule if anyone's interested. (laughs) What, is it a funny schedule? No, no, it's great. And I think that like even with my schedule, which I can go over to after as somebody who's just parenting, essentially, Mm -hmm. even the loose structure that I have is helpful. So yeah, let's, let's go through it. So I wake up. And what time would you say we wake up? Well, here's the beauty of it all. Lucy has been sleeping like a dream. So she's been waking up at about 7.30 as opposed to 6 o'clock or 6.30 like usual. Mm-hmm. A bit of that is because we're putting her to bed a bit later. However, it's working out so nice. So if she wakes up at 7.30, then she just plays in her crib until 8. So we've been getting up at like 7.45 to 8, which is such a sleep okay. in. So usually at around 8, I'll start brewing the coffee. Yep. Uh, we will drink our coffee as Lucy's kind of running around playing. We might throw on a little TV to occupy her so yep. we can have a little relaxing time with the coffee. Mm-hmm. Then we will start thinking about our morning workout. And our morning workout consists of basically going for a run uh, near the escarpment. And if you're not from Hamilton, how would you describe the escarpment? The, well, it's one of the... Then is it? It's one of the natural wonders of the world. I don't think it I is. I think it is. Get out of here. I got it. <laughs> the, I, the tombs in no, Egypt. No, natural, natural. Those are the man-made wonders. Oh right. Okay, I mixed it up. Of course, yeah. Well, a, a tomb wouldn't be a natural one. <laughs> is it a so. natural wonder of the world? Wow. Yeah, I'll double check. I might be thinking of just Niagara Falls, but I think the Niagara Escarpment being a part of that is. There you I'll double it. check. However, yeah, so we go to this park at the end of the street and it's a nice path. They have different paths like along the escarpment and then also a few huge green spaces that are totally dead right now. Nobody is there and we just kind of set Lucy free yeah, and, and tell her to run. And she she's very into running. Mm-hmm. So she'll go run, run, run and then I'll chase her or she'll chase me and then she'll get tired and then I will pick her up. And then I will run as fast as I can up a hill holding her and she will just love it. And it's it's great for her for exhilaration reasons. And for me, 
it's an awesome workout because Lou, Lou is heavier than a medicine yeah. ball. So she's really, it's a good test for me to run as fast as I can with her. And we both do that till we're tired out. That's about 45 minutes. Yep. We will come home and then I will start uploading the podcast that, you know, we're doing right now. I'll start uploading and editing that podcast. That takes me about 40 minutes. And then at about 10 o'clock, that means I'm ready to work. Yep. So I will sit down at my uh, work station, which is the island in our, in our kitchen. I have my <laughs> right laptop Right in the middle of it all, but it's working. And you will help me brainstorm ideas because yep. I work in a, uh, right now, uh, a lot of script writing is going on at my job. So yep. I, I write and direct commercials, but right now we're in the writing phase because we're planning a bunch of commercials. So you will help me brainstorm and you're a great person to brainstorm with. Thank you. And you'll tell me what's the best idea and the best two ideas I will extract and save for uh, one o'clock. At one o'clock, I will write the first script from one till three. <laughs> and then the second script, I'll write from three till five. And then my very last step is I have you come in and double check my scripts to make sure they're competently written. Edit and you're, them. you're an English teacher. So that, that's really great to have that second set of eyes on it. And then I will send the email to my bosses. Uh, usually before 5, 10 p.m. And then it's bedtime for Lucy, dinner time for us, and this Family Tree Podcast minis. True. And then after that, we have uh, maybe two hours to relax. And then <laughs> we'll go up to bed, watch BoJack Horseman as we're kind of falling asleep. And then we and get knocked out. And then we start the day all over again. <laughs> but honestly, I feel so good. I feel like I'm doing more in my day than I was when I could actually you know do what? things. It does feel so good. So I'm not working at home because I actually still haven't heard back from my job whether I need to continue planning. They said probably not. So your job is probably done. My job is more than likely done. So because I don't have anything to do, I'm taking care of Lou, which is a huge job in its own. That's why we pay people great sums of money to do it when we're working. And kind of getting the house ready. So I'm bringing Lucy. Thank gosh my parents are in quarantine as well so that they can be two, well, four extra hands on deck with Lucy and more people for us to hang out with. However, they've been taking Lucy for an hour, two hours every single day so that I can come back home and, you know, just start working on something. I see a lot of my single friends like doing deep cleans of entire apartments or entire spaces in their house and a part of me is so jealous it's like even if i wanted to deep clean something or like a different area of the house every day there's no way to get it done because i only have an hour or two hours max to do it but even with that time i think we've been making such good use of it and i am feeling like i can breathe in our house like for the first time in a while it just it feels so good and our house is slowly transforming it's a big anxiety reducer to have more open space mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's amazing but yeah so that's kind of what we've been doing and we've been utilizing your parents who've been self-quarantined so and i, I want to say when you guys run when you and lucy run i'm i'm walking with maybe 10 second spurts of well, light you, jogging. You have your own little medicine ball in there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think I you're doing a good job. Quick. But yeah, so that that's kind of our schedule. And no, I just, I, I do think it's good to schedule. And I do think it brings a lot of relief, even if you're scheduling nothing. Breakfast time from here to here, TV time here to here, 
And I think everyone should, if they can, if they're able, put a little workout in. You'll feel good about yourself. Oh, go with the kid. Like if you just go for a power walk outside, do something active in your house, like put on music that your kid likes to dance to, and then you just make that dance routine a workout. There are so many ways to kind of incorporate it, and it, it will make you feel amazing. Even if you're not a person who likes to work out, just do something at your own pace that gets your heart rate moving because it really does feel good. Yeah, because even if you're a person who normally doesn't do any, mm-hmm. any physical activity throughout the week or uh, try to work out, you're still moving because your day-to-day life yeah. usually requires a lot of steps. So a, a typical step count, if you're average person, is probably 6,000 steps. Some yep. people do 10,000 a day. But now you're probably doing 1,500 steps a day. So it's a good idea to get out and do what you can. So by the time that you all listen to this, that Shane has edited it and it is released, it will be my birthday. That is tomorrow (laughs) or today, I'll say. It's Friday. It It is four hours away. I'll be 31 years old and officially feeling old because 30 didn't seem old to me. It was just fun. You know, having a zero beside the number is kind of fun. But 31, now I'm into the 30s. Yeah. And uh, that feels that feels weird. And especially yeah. in the current time. Like we, we had a nice weekend planned. We already discussed this. But we were going to go up north, go up for dinner and everything. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's going to be funny. I'm asking you this. Not that I want the real answer here. Okay. What is your expectation from me here? <laughs> because I've, we had a, a year a couple of years ago where... We went to the Junos, and I was like, Alex, I'm going to bring you to the Junos with me. This is part of your birthday gift if you want to go. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to go to the Junos, that's fine. I'll go on my own. But if you do, this is going to be your birthday gift. And you were excited to go to the Junos. We had a great time at the Junos. I think we look back at it as one of our fun times in it our relationship. It is. In our it's one of our favorite vacations. And then your birthday hit, your actual birthday hit when we were back from the trip from Vancouver, and we went out for dinner. And you were giving me a little bit of a cold shoulder. You hadn't. It was like nine o'clock at night, and you hadn't given me a card. I had the card. It was in the car. Well, it was late at night. I still had the card, <laughs> and you were being like you ruined the dinner. Uh, you got me very riled, and I, I don't. I didn't throw the card at you, but I gave you the card. <laughs> I, I think I was in tears, like. Well, it was just, you know, there was like a happy birthday in the morning and then that was kind of it. And then it was all a big rush to get to dinner and all that because you were coming home from Toronto because you commute. And here's the thing. I have a job. I know. And I do appreciate it. And I wanted to go out on your birthday. I could have held it to the Saturday. But the Junos (laughs) was the birthday gift. So anyway, what is your expectation obviously i'm going to be well maybe extremely just, kind to you maybe just day. like a card earlier than nine o'clock p.m okay yeah after this i want to know that you like i want to read your words of love when I'm i wake up in the morning so that they can be floating all around me and alex i will honestly when this is over if this is ever over <laughs> i will truly do anything for you my plan was also there's the, that alcohol, the fake gin. Mm-hmm. I was going to have that and we were going to have cocktails and everything. And this was just that when we were going away. But then I was like, okay, maybe I can ship it over. <laughs> but then I think Amazon's all fucked up and I don't want to like waste our money if something's caught in transit. We've had a couple of bad shipments we recently. Have. 
that we actually found around the corner from our house that, recently. That was the delivery guy's problem. <laughs> we he, thought we had lost items, but turns out the delivery guy just kind of threw them around the two corner. Two different shipments, like around the side of our house. Yeah. But I, I do want to interject with something. Uh, you do everything for me. Like you, you do mm. make me feel so good all the time. So I appreciate that. Finally, you said it. <laughs> no, I do very much appreciate it. But so the expectation is a card and yeah, with, 100%. with the promise of good things will come. I heard the longest this can last is 18 months. Here's the thing. Tomorrow's going to be so much fun. Like I'm not even worried about it. So what we have on the agenda, and this is anybody else who has to celebrate your birthday during COVID-19 times. It's probably going to be a lot of people. Exactly. Well, one of my girlfriends, her birthday was earlier this week. Uh, so I know she was going through it as well. But... You know, you get Lucy out of bed in the morning. I'm going to take a shower, a nice hot shower, first thing when I wake up, as opposed to later in the day like I usually do, uh, just because of Lucy. And then a card. And then we're going to go have dinner at my parents' house. And I got to put in a request. We're having steak, salad, garlic bread. I'll have a little glass of wine even. And uh, I'm requesting that everybody dresses up in fancy clothes, because why the hell not? All right. We're stuck inside. We still got nice clothes in the closet. <laughs> that's that's so a good point. I'm going to wear my sparkly outfit. Oh, yeah. That's a good my one. My New Year's Eve outfit. And I guess your point would be to for Instagram because you do run that account. And uh, right. so there is a point. Yeah. Because right now you'd think it'd be easier to get those likes, those comments because everyone has nothing to do but be in their house all day. But actually, Instagram's crazy. Instagram right now. has so much amazing content. It on is it. a poppin' spot. It's I really, love Instagram right now. It's really hard to um, fight for people's attention. It's true. No, I love Instagram right now. They're, though, because everybody is on it and everybody is putting out the best content that they can. That doesn't make you feel bad or anything like that because you're well, kind of fighting for those eyeballs, as I'm we say in the biz I'm business. <laughs> I'm fighting for the eyeballs and obviously have, you know, a micro audience compared to people that I follow. Well, and you love have a following. huge audience compared to most people. Yes, but most people aren't running a blog or podcasts and things like no, that. No, but a lot of people who have tried just give up because they don't get, like you had a, a lot of success and you're continuing to have it. And I am very proud of your account. Hmm, thank you so much. I am too. It is... Uh, it's a labor of love and it's like so much fun partly because it is something that a project that you and I work together at and I do find that you and I like dreary days or on like slow periods of time if we have a project to do together and we've had several over the course of our relationship it's just so much fun and we both love having that goal because I think we work well together mm -hmm. and uh it's been no it's a blast like I love doing it and I love having you on my side because then I, again I I probably wouldn't be doing any of it but no it's it's loads of fun if we broke up would you keep the blog going out of spite yeah <laughs> a spite <laughs> blog we've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. and Larry starts a spite yeah. uh coffee shop coffee shop well here's the thing because I know Shane would be like sitting there if we broke up being like this whole thing's gonna crumble like watch watch Without me, she's just, she's going to quit. And then I would use that to just be like, yeah, that's what you think. And then I just shoot to the stars. Yeah, I think what you would do is you probably do like two posts a day <laughs> for like a month. And then you'd get burnt out. Yeah, you'd get burnt out. And you'd have crying nights where you'd be like, 
he helped me with this thing and no no one's helping me uh, but your dad would probably encourage you. He would probably take over my role. But let's not think about that. <laughs> Breaking but, but up. Th- this is a good segue in a, uh, not a segment, but a part I wanted to talk about is I feel like a lot of people are going down um, worst case scenario mental rabbit holes right, right now. So everyone's just thinking of how bad is this going to get? How is my life going to be altered? So I like to play a little game where I think what's a positive spin on a worst case scenario? So is it? Do you have a succinct name for this game? No. All right. But for an exa- oh wait, yes you do. You came up with one this morning. Tell me it then. Positive pessimism. No, oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. So this is <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, positive pessimism segment. Do 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 do. See, that's why I have you at my brainstorms because you actually remember <laughs> ideas. So positive pessimism. I was thinking today. Okay. The housing market is going to crash. Mm-hmm. We own two homes. Like the, We're going to lose our other home, and then we're going to have to liquidate everything we own and then sell everything, and then we're going to owe more money. <laughs> so I was just thinking, like, what would be the best thing to come out of that? And I was like, well, maybe your brother would lose his home and everything, and then me, you, your brother, maybe even his girlfriend, and we move in with your parents. They got the bedrooms. And you said start like a sitcom-esque scenario where it would just be fun and funny. YouTube sitcom. Yeah. So, and for me, like for some people, they might be like moving with my in-laws and they might think that'd be some nightmare. To me, that'd be just a fun kind of experiment. Think of experience. how hilarious it would be. First of all, Lucy growing up then with six adults that she loves, she would be in heaven, yeah. right? And then just the antics are... Uh, yeah. From there are just hilarious. Because if you're not a materialistic person, honestly, and, and you don't really need to be a materialistic no. person, and even if you're caring about things now, you might not if you don't have it. it. Like, if you had to go back to the job you had in college or something, like your bartending job or any job that, that uh, you might have moved on from, yeah. could be kind of fun. And just move in a smaller place, and yeah, that might suck for you. I could never bartend again. I will say that I did it for a decade. Well, this isn't positive. Okay, we're only talking about positive pessimism. Well, here's the thing: I'd do something else. Okay, let's put your positive spin on it then. What would you do? I don't know. I'd find something that I could do that was uh, didn't involve late nights like bartending. But I think no matter what happens, no matter how bad this gets, we're all going to somehow. Have some fun with it. And there's going to be some like, especially especially <laughs> when everyone's going through hell. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. There's no judgment because a big part of having that job that you feel like you're better than is the judgment of your peers. Absolutely. If everything goes to shit, it's gone to shit for everybody. So yeah. that guy on his high horse, he's, you know, no, I, I picking can... up dog shit with you and you just have the fun job with your, your buddy and no one's I judging anyone. I completely agree. I completely agree. And that's the thing. I mean, I've already temporarily lost my job, probably from now until next year when I'm off yeah. mat leave. So, really, I, I'm I, I'm a beggar, not a chooser right now. Mm-hmm. And if it had to come down to it, I'd find something else. It reminds me of when I was in high school and me and my friends would all skip. I always felt uh, such security in the fact that they were all throwing their lives down the toilet, too. And then I, because I was like, oh, these guys aren't going to make fun of me. We're all losers together. Oh, that's a great outlook. And then when one guy would secretly do the essay, I'd get mad at him. I'd be like, 
you did the essay? I thought we were all skipping it, like flunking out. But you know what I mean? There, yeah. There was something that was warm and comforting about everyone failing together. Well, we're going to keep that story away from Lucy for a while. Well, well why? <laughs> Daddy loved skipping with his friends because he felt like I they was, were I was, sinking ship I together. I was skipping to, like, yes, I was failing school. But I was working on a TV career. Shane, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you also jump off a bridge? False equivalency. I was working on a TV career. Mm-hmm. If the bridge, okay. if I jumped off the bridge and there was a tugboat that went underneath it <laughs> and they were filming a show for A&E, like one of those crab shows. And a crab show? What, what is that? Like World's Most Dangerous Crab Crew or whatever? Okay. Yeah, there's probably something like that. There is. It's a very popular show. And I ended up working for them and I got a TV career. It would be worth it. Well, there you go. So it was go. a but calculated bridge jump. As long as it's calculated, as long as there is a plan. I want to touch on one more thing before we sign off of this one for tonight. So I showed you a video today. Yes. Because even in this episode, we're talking about, you know, everybody's in this crappy situation together, making the best out of it. Yeah. So we've been watching the videos in Italy and I've been obsessed with following Chiara Ferragni and her husband Fedez uh, and just them just posting about the Italian quarantine and everything because it is so bad over there and it's been so uh, they have such a, a nice perspective on everything yep. and honestly every time I see someone coming out of Italy I just I cry I can't help it it's just an automatic response and then today I saw a video that was supposed to have the same effect and instead it just made me cringe and want to throw up for the people involved oh chill out no it did it oh my gosh it was awful gal gadot was talking about the italians and how beautiful it was uh when they were all singing imagine or when this man with the trumpet was playing mm-hmm. imagine and she goes and this is how it goes and then she starts to sing it's not imagine. bad and then all the other celebrities join in and they do imagine and they try to make it a very heartfelt thing it's fine no it's not the it's so different than the Italian thing. Okay, but something could still be fine. Yeah, and but like... why Why try to be heartfelt? For these rich celebs in Malibu, why try to be heartfelt when they can just do something fun? What do you mean? Well, like they're trying to emulate the people in Italy doing something so beautiful. Yeah, but they're trying. What? And like I'm, <laughs> I have a problem with people who don't like wealthy people. This has nothing to do with wealth. It seems like you're... No, it has to do with, for me, just the context of the situation. I think Gal seems like a, what would you call her, a sweetheart? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sweetheart, your voice isn't in tune, okay? Nice try, though. No trumpet player in Italy. (laughs) I wasn't saying it like that But yeah, anyway, agree to disagree... Gosh darn, I'm lucky to have you. Happy early birthday. Thank you, love. Let's have a little smooch here. Mm-hmm. You always go too long on these kisses. I'm sorry. I just love a kiss. I know, but you would have tongued me for an hour if I I would have. All right. But anyway, thank you for listening to This, this Family, Family Tree, Tree Podcast, Podcast Mini. Mini. Episode 3. Boom. <laughs>